your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to uh, Thursday of Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Jane Claycamp is the Lacrosse County Administrator. She is in studio with me this hour, so if you have questions... I guess, you know, if you want to harass Jane about county government, this is a good time to do it because then she has to answer, right? Or I don't read the text. 608-785-7914, which rarely happens unless you write a book. Don't write me a book. I can't vet the text while I'm trying to talk and while trying to talk to Jane. A couple of things I want to talk about is the county pushed back changing a speed limit on County B, right? We pushed that back. Um, we have a new, I had somebody not really like yell at me, but like yell at the process of getting a new County board member in their district and like, wait, what? Cause I think they saw a picture and I should, you know what? I didn't write the dude's name down. Do you know his name on top of your head? Yes. I'll have to. You, come, you don't, you don't. I okay. Do. I'll come up with it. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, it's real easy because I could just I could just Google across county board members and then pull that pull that mic a little closer when okay. when I start to you All know right. harass you about stuff. Um, the the budget is probably the most important thing that the county does every year. I'm learning and it's we're in we're you know this is a good time to probably have you on to like preview some of that and oh maybe not I don't know I'm just guessing and then in less than two weeks. Both the city and the county will have public meetings or public hearings or public comment sessions on the budget. And, yes. and so I want to talk about, like, what does that mean? Like, how does that look? Uh, what, how, how is it ha- what has happened in the past at those things? Like, what, do you, what are the expectations there? Um, but along with the budget, and I don't know, this might be a lot into the weeds, but I'm, I'm going to try to get you to explain the city's budget and I don't, I don't want to call it fear mongering, but it is just like I would like maybe to some people jaw dropping and then the county's budget and things that the city are doing versus things that the county aren't doing because maybe it's apples and oranges, would you say? A little county bit of and city. And okay. Sure. We all have different funding streams and we all have different responsibilities. So, yeah. And it's also, well, we, is winter over because. <laughs> Like we was that winter we just had it because we, it's going to get cold, and we have a homeless. I would say we have is epidemic the word. Uh, there's well, I, a word I guess that's it like upon that. Who you ask? Right. Because you know, I I don't know that I would call it an epidemic. I don't, but we epidemics. certainly have more people who are unsheltered than what we want. Yeah. yeah. Well, then what? Well, and zero would be what we want. But as a community, or as a county. As compared to other counties, do you know this? Do you because when I had the Milwaukee County administration, well, he was a housing. I can't remember what exactly he he worked with the homeless in Milwaukee County, mm-hmm. and them compared to us was they were way under what we're at, and they're Milwaukee County, yeah. So they're ten times bigger than we are, and their homeless population was like on the streets anyway was fourteen yeah. at that time. Right. Yeah, Milwaukee County really was out ahead of how to help people become unsheltered. And um, I think that they are still out ahead of most people and most Mm -hmm. counties and cities. So we did obviously work a lot with, or at least communicated with them when we were trying to figure out what to do locally. And the challenges are way, are the the challenges to resolve homelessness way different? If you, 
anyway, we're going to talk about it in a minute. That's a good question, though. I should remember that. Um, how many months have we done the the, the county newsletter? Four. Is no, this actually, four? no. Well, the county newsletter for county employees has been going on for some time, but we just rolled out a public one. Probably, I'm going to say a month or two. A month or two. Okay, so I have that in front of me too. It's called County Connection. And if you just went, I'm going to quiz you. You're going to have to do this during the break too. Okay. How would you get this oh. to your inbox? Yep. You know, like well, I can tell you how to get the Wisdom Insider newsletter mm-hmm. to your mm-hmm. delivered to your email inbox daily. That's like a total mm-hmm. commercial that we do. Um, so, so how would I? Because this is this is cool. This is helpful. I think. Uh, and you put fun, uh, highway funding right at the top. We did. <laughs> you know, we know, it's a, know it's it's a little propaganda-ish. Like, hey, three million highway funding boosts. Look at what we're doing. We're fixing the roads. I guess we'll put that at the top. Why not? You know, you got to do. We got to say what you do and talk about it loud. Yeah. So it's it's pretty interesting though. Some of the things on there. Um, but if anyone has any questions for Jane Clay Camp, the Lacrosse County Administrator, 608-785-7914. For some reason, my text line doesn't do the, I'm just going to give you the password so that you can put it in. Thanks a lot. I used to get that. So I'll sign into that in a second and read the, if anyone has any texts. Um, does the uh, does the county workers, do they make, do you make them people dress up on Halloween? Did you make we do them not dress? make people okay. dress up on Halloween, but as long as they dress appropriately, we allow... <laughs> Costumes. You allow costumes. Yes. On. As long as they I, don't do anything inappropriate. The, the pictures start to roll out on social media after Halloween, obviously because people post them on Halloween, and I and I just go, oh my god, they had the like the YMCA. Everyone's dressed up at the Y, right? And I go, oh my god, if I had to work at the Y, I would not want to yeah. dress up. I'm not a I'm not a dress up person <laughs> myself. I I am fairly boring, so I do not dress up. But other people love it, and again, we try to be supportive as long as it's appropriate. Um, real quick before we we go to break, county budget. Yes. You you work on that all year, but you really start grinding on it. Well, you probably don't work on it the first couple of months, but you when do you really start grinding on it? I would say in about June is when it really becomes serious. Up until then, it's getting ready and talking about it and helping people understand what we're looking for. But probably June and July is when it gets pretty serious. And then do you cram right at the end of the month, like in November and December? Um, or, I probably, or is it like done and then we, like by the 13th, by the public meeting, is it? done and therefore we just got to work out the kinks yep so the budget that i submit to the board is done Mm -hmm. right so i get mine finished around october and then it goes to the board but are you a weirdo and do it early no you know what i I am not a weirdo. like that person that like i have a paper due on the on the 13th but they they read the book and write the paper two weeks (laughs) before it's Um, due so budget for me, like there are some time, there are some people who really are good at budget stuff. That is something that I have learned to appreciate and can do. But I am really glad we have a strong finance team that does all the details. Mm-hmm. So I can give sort of this is what I'm looking for and this is what I'm interested in. This is the vision of the budget for this year. But then they do all the work behind the scenes with the department heads and the other finance yeah. people. So we get it done probably right on time because there's a lot of little tiny details that we have to pay attention to. So it hardly ever gets done ahead of time. Wait, okay. Do you know how many departments have to do a budget? So 27 departments complete a budget, but okay. within some of the departments, there are multiple sub budgets. So okay. human services has, you know, multiple sections that all have to do a budget. And we, so it's, it's a big job. Do we have to do rolling deadlines for this? Cause you can't all 27. Oh, the County board got 27 budgets the day before the, well, know, the, county, like the, deadline. The, the county board gets a budget. 
Okay. And within that are the 27 department departments. Oh, so they do just get it one in one big, you know, whatever, like one big PDF. So yeah, I, the finance team and I meet with all department heads. We talk about what's in their budget, what we think we should look at. We look at long-term planning. We look at a lot of different components and that goes into one big budget book for the county board. Okay. And then do you, so do you get all 20 and you're like, Oh my God, all the 27. Yeah. So we talk to every single department, usually in the month of July. Okay. We, we walk through all of their budgets and look at what's changed, what they're asking for, make any different kinds of changes that we need to negotiate on what's needed, what we yeah. can push off another year, all of that kind of stuff. So you give them July and then you have until November to kind of like, yeah. here's your parameter, so to speak, in July. And then and then you have seven, five, six months to, uh, to figure it out. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll continue with Jane Claycamp, the Lacrosse County Administrator, when we come back. Right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. Jane Clankamp is the Lacrosse County Administrator. She's been in Lacrosse County government since the um, Reagan era. No, I'm just kidding. But it's been a while. 1989. Not, oh, it is. Well, I don't. Was that the Reagan era? It might be pretty close. Is he like early 80s? Yeah, yeah. Is that just depressing you now? No. <laughs> just bring that I've, up. I've accepted my age. I'm good with it. Okay. Um, but she's been the, the county administrator this year. For this yep, this, this would be like your year anniversary in a couple yep, months. Yep. And but before that, you were you were kind of the interim for a number yep. of months, yep, right? About eight months. Yep. And then before that, you were the associate county. What, would you call the right hand man? Sure. Right hand woman. Left hand woman. woman. Left yeah, hand woman. Is yep. that what we do? That sure, it not? should be that right. The <laughs> right hand man and the left hand woman, because there always should be two. Um, uh, but wait, how? And you did that for a number eight of years. years. Eight years. Okay, you did say that. Um, so. When you go from the left-hand woman of the county administrator, mm-hmm. I, I, we've had this conversation, but I just want to joke about, about it a minute. Did you do all the work and then... Uh, <laughs> no, he uh, did a lot of the work. And I think probably what was good, and this is what you always want in a, an associate, is that we had different things uh, that are skill sets, right? So he had something he was very interested in and I might have something else. So um, it worked out nicely. And I... You- have you gotten your administrator? I do. Our, so, yes. Or yep. associate? I'm yep, sorry. Her name is Sarah Copeman. She's great. She okay. worked for the county um, a while ago and then went off and worked in some other places and we lured her back. So she's great. Did you do the thing where you're like, she's really good at the stuff that I suck at? Um, <laughs> Was that a part I mean, of the thought process? Well, I try not to ever say that I suck at anything. <laughs> right, so that's thing number that. one. But I, but sure, she is someone who I know personality-wise that we were going to get along. I know that she does have some strengths that aren't necessarily mine. So mm-hmm. I was really happy about that. So. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like you hired a yes woman. We were going to get along. Huh, maybe. No. Maybe. <laughs> um, okay. So the county board. Okay. So the city council a couple weeks ago at their monthly meeting passed some sort of agenda legislation resolution. I don't even know what you want to call it to change the speed limit on County B in areas to 25 miles per hour. But did you guys start that talk? Did the county start that talk? Because it's up to the county. The county has the authority to change that speed limit because it's a county road it's B, a county right? Road. Yep. So um, we work in collaboration with the city on that. So, for example, if someone would come to us, meaning the county, and say, we want to change the speed limit, but it's within the jurisdiction of the city of La Crosse, we're going to ask the city of La Crosse, yeah. what do you want to do? And they said, we want to change it to 25. Right. And then we also think that that's appropriate. And what my memory and recollection of why that change um why it was being recommended is because of the school and because of people driving very fast. And it's hard for children and their families to get across the road to the school. So that's why 
we thought it was a good idea along with, you know, so agreeing with the city on that. So the city passed this last month, but the county, did the county go first? No. So the city went first. And usually what happens when it's an ordinance change, which this is, Mm. it has to go through two readings. So what happened at the last meeting was um, the last the last county, county board meeting, meeting okay, yep. was that it was recommended that they waive the second meeting or waive the second reading of the ordinance. So it would go into place faster, mm-hmm. but the board voted that down. So it will take two readings. So they voted on it once in October. They will vote on it a second time in November. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like we didn't push it back. We actually, the rule is we have to do it twice. That's right. Are you kind of glad? Okay. So my theory is that the, the talk with the facility advisory committee within the school district of La Crosse is that we might close Northwood school. Um, and that, I don't know how soon we'll have that information, but the the report is going to be, I think the report is done tomorrow. Oh. And then um, the the school district and the school board will get it Monday or we'll start to dissect it on Monday because probably they take the weekend off. And then Engel, the school district uh, superintendent, is coming on my show the 16th, I think. I think right around there, which is right around... No, your county board meeting is that Monday, so before that. But would there be any, could you push it off? Could you push it back a month? Gosh, that's a good question. I, I suppose they could. This is a better um, question for Monica. Yeah, maybe. well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, part of this is just procedure, and I've never known them to push off an, an ordinance change. Yeah, because um, in so, my head, if we, if the. If but the, I suppose they could, right? If they needed more information, they could. Right. So. Because in my head, if we're going to close Northwood School, which is not set in stone yet you might not even know by the time that's and that's the thing is if we don't if we're changing the speed limit in front of northwood school because of northwood school and other reasons but that's probably a big one people are going too fast when driving by a school even though there's a 15 mile hour school speed limit obviously Mm -hmm. uh but if the school won't be there then do we have to reassess this whole thing i guess it could be and i i guess you know i'm thinking about it in two ways because there's always two ways to look at something there are children there right now so even if the school is going to close in two years or three years or whatever, yeah. we still have children that are there right now. And a speed limit, I suppose, if it can be changed one way, can probably be changed Change back, back the other yeah. way. So, you know, I, again, what I'm hearing is that there are concerns. And you hate to think about, you know, a kid having to race across the street because they might get run over. So I guess I would err on the side of protecting the kids. Yeah, I guess you could change it because the school won't close at least till the end of this year. It's not like, we're, kids, get out of here. We're or that's right. That's nails on the door. I doubt it. That's what will happen. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, I guess, you know, that's a good question. I need to ask, like, what is the timeline that we would close? Because when it was Lincoln, the school board was like, mm, and then Lincoln closed like a couple months later. Like, yeah, uh, it happened that same school year. So will will that be? See, these are the questions. See, I'm, I'm when, when Engel comes back on, I'm just going to forget that. So yeah. I need to I, everybody remember that you and need text me. taker. I know. Right. I need a, an associate. <laughs> A yes, man. Um, okay, so, but that you're right. Okay, so, because it wouldn't be hard to just change the speed limit back. But it's always kind of funny because when you, we talk about the Lozy speed limit, and this isn't county government, city government, they change the speed limit because um, the roads were bad, and then the trucks going over the bad roads were bouncy, and it was hurting the foundations of the houses on that stretch oh. of road. Okay. But then they fixed the road. So, should they change the speed limit? Because nobody goes 25 on Lozy. And that was kind of the argument with the city council is like, do we need to change this? Because then nobody's going to go 25 on County yeah. B either. But yeah. that's not a reason. Like, should we have 
murder illegal and because some some people are going to break the law anyway so it's not a reason to not have laws but i just thought it was interesting that if we close a school should we change the speed limit but you're right like we could change the speed limit back but i don't know i don't know how often that happens when we undo undo a thing we don't change speed limits a lot but it's fun to talk about because it's easily relatable and i don't know if i go down that road a lot but i know where it is and everybody has an opinion Right. Everyone has an opinion. Nobody wants a speed limit lower except the person that lives outside that, that you know, because I mean, have you ever done it where you're just someone drives by and you're like, oh, you're going too fast, yes, I do. <laughs> you know, like or just or outside. Someone rolls through a stop sign. Yes. Yeah, for that. sure. Mm-hmm. Or like in downtown when I'm rocking across the road and somebody buzzes me yes. because they're mad that I didn't take the crosswalk and I'm. Like I misjudged how fast they were going. And yes. then we both, in, they're in their car and I'm outside the car. Like, and it's like, and then we never see each other again and forget about it two minutes later. <laughs> All right, moving on. So the, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. We'll see. We'll see what happens a couple weeks uh, when the, when the county board meets, but the uh, next week is the big county board um, committee meetings, right? That starts next yep. week. So next week. It's week kind of the meeting. same as the city council, right? Yep. The, there, is there two, like these are the two big committees. We're playing favorites here because the JNA, J- Judiciary and Administration, and the financial, Finance and Personnel are the two big committee meetings for the city council. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that uh, that same thing is, the executive committee is probably what I think of as, because it has the chairs of all the other committees oh, sure. on that committee. Yeah. It makes the decisions more countywide. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, you know, planning resources and development. There's public works and infrastructure, judiciary and law, health and human services. I mean, they're all very do important things. There's veterans aging and long-term care. I mean, they're all do really important services. So I would not be able to pick one that is most important nor my favorite. <laughs> do you do you have to go to all these? I do go. To all you of do them. go to all of them. It's one of the the crux of the job, I suppose. Yep. All right. When we come back, uh, we talk about some of the stuff in the newsletter, including homelessness. Uh, the, the headline in the newsletter is homelessness, $8 million impact. Uh, we could talk about how you added $3 million to the highway funding in the County. And also obviously it's budget time. So I think maybe those things might be related too. So, um, but we're going to take a break. We'll be back with Jane Claycamp, the lacrosse County administrator in a few minutes. All right. Welcome back to lacrosse talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. Jane Claycamp is in studio here with me as she is, well, every month, I, I think, since you took over as the county administrator, you worked out a deal. I wonder if, okay, what was his name, the old county administrator? Steve, Steve O'Malley. Steve O'Malley. I did have him on once, but it, it was still a learning process of what I wanted to do with the show. And I had him on. It was great. But now that I have you on every month, do you think Steve's sitting at home going, well, you know, it's beautiful. you know, no, like I'm pretty sure he does. Steve, if you're listening, it's not it's, it's not you. It was me. It's not you. It's me. I'm pretty just, sure he's OK. With as, as, as these things evolve, I start to just learn about things. And we were talking off the air before the show. I don't think I had budget talk PM <laughs> last year. And, yeah. and I could I could be misremembering or maybe it wasn't as. I don't know when when the city starts talking about we we might have to close a pool and we're going to close a library branch and we're going to possibly end large item pickup. I don't think any of these are set in stone because the budget's not done yet. But although the library said it's going to close that branch in a month. So um, so then I was like, OK, well, I guess I need to start rolling people in here to talk about the budget because the it's not fear mongering, but it's like jaw dropping to some. Um, but like if none of that happened. 
I guess we did. We have been talking about the budget with yeah. you, but you brought it up. So you like kind of I learned a little bit. And uh, but we don't have the same kind of conversation with the county. Are you guys just better at, you know, and I know we kind of have the conversation before there, but it's is it how apples to oranges is the city's budget versus the county's budget? I think there I mean, even though it's all local government, cities and villages and county is very is different in the services that we have to provide so a lot of what the county does is mandated through state and so we are paid a lot by state and federal dollars where the city or villages or others don't get that same thing Mm -hmm. so we we get a lot of funding from other sources and we have the advantage of having the sales tax so we get a lot of state and federal dollars we have of course there's the levy dollars there are um you know charges charges and fees that we have there's all of those things but we and we also have the sales tax so and the city probably does the sales tax just kind of bail you out on everything because the the sales tax is why i don't know like maybe possibly why we have some of the budget surplus the state does but yeah i don't know is that a big that's a big difference maker right it is a big difference maker because that you know half a percent sales tax is that equates to about 16 million dollars additional funding that the county gets and so um, it is, a, it is, it helps a lot with us being able to balance our budget. I'm not going to. Can you see that, that graphic I can from see here? I can see that graphic. Yeah. Here's sales tax, 8, 8%. Yeah. So the sales tax is 8% of your budget. So it's yeah. not like huge, but that's, you know. It's yeah, it's $16 million out of, you know, it's, it's a, it is a lot of money, a little over $16 million. So it is a big chunk of change. And then public charges, again, that's everything from, that includes solid waste. So you think of solid waste as oh, okay. the landfill. So when we think public charges, it's, that's a big chunk of that okay because that's that's a a huge 40 percent or 35 percent of the budget is public charges if you just read it like that that sounds like you're you know really taking it to the public there people off it does i agree but it's it includes a lot of things yep um now when the uh half-baked idea the city let's just say they have to close a pool in two years can the county be like we'll we'll take it we'll take it over Um, because we want to keep it open but like the city doesn't have I don't know the answer to that because it's, <laughs> it's within the city. I, it would probably be if well, we thought the, the but it's within the county. Sure, if we thought you know? support, we could probably say to the city, "Here's some money to keep the pool open." I don't think we would want to take over operating the pool. I'm just I'm talking now okay. as a bureaucrat, like thinking about taking over an entirely new kind of you know role that we've not done. Thinking yeah. about lifeguards and that wouldn't necessarily be. Yeah, you don't have right. a parks and rec department. We the parks and rec. Okay, that makes a ton yeah. of sense. Mm-hmm. But you could like. Work in, uh, we'll work it into the budget or okay. work like go 50 50 on the yes. pool because it's not like the county doesn't benefit from the pool, I don't think. So, I don't know. Like, see, the people at City Hall are like, whoa, what, a, what an idea, Rick, you should work for. <laughs> um, and then the people in the county are like, what are you talking about? Let's exactly. shut up yes, right now. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, maybe, maybe the mayor will come and do public comment at the next maybe. county board meeting. <laughs> there is some funding that goes to the Little Cross Center from the county. I don't remember exactly how much it is, but there's part of our budget includes a contribution. Oh, you could ask for a, a seat at the, the park board on yeah, the park, like go. the parks and rec board, right? Is there, yeah, the park board. Um, okay. So yeah, that was my other half-baked idea. I was, I'm just looking at, at pie charts now. So are these pie charts? I feel like they're, there's, they Close cut on. the we Close cut the middle out of the pie That's though. Right. Thanks, Eric, for that. Um, all right, so budget. Okay, the budget the budget public hearing comes November thirteenth, and the city and the county are having it on the same day. And I don't know if that's historically what the city and the county have all always done, but I th- I feel like 
if you go to one, you can't go to the other. I don't know how long. Do you, how long do the public hearings last? Public hearings, I mean, I've historically public hearings were very long. They started at five and went a long time. I was in more recent years. Public the, budget hearings, right? Yeah, where so not, the oh, actual yeah. public comes in and can yeah. give input on the budget. In the last, I don't know. Many, many years, it's been less than a half an hour. Okay. It's not very much. It could be different Well, that's year. interesting. Yeah. What happened there? Besides besides COVID, uh, we yeah, to no, COVID. The, I don't think that was it. No, that wasn't it. The numbers, you know, the amount of people who showed up for that went way down, way before COVID. Um, I think part of it is that, and I'm doing some guessing here, so... Yeah, no, say no. That's not a change. Yeah, we're talk show. We yeah, say exactly. whatever we want. Um, I think that probably when the county administrator came in and there was more consistency in how the budget was done, my guess is the request went down because the county administrator said, "This is what we're putting the money to, and we're not going to do a lot of outside kinds of requests." So I think that that's probably part of why that happened. Oh, so the process changed a little bit, and therefore, what what kind of things do you, do? You, you see, what 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 would the public come to a public hearing on the budget and say? Usually, because the city one is easy. We said, "Don't close the pool." That's right. You know. Yep. So usually, it would be an organization asking for money. We want some money for something, and we think this is why the county should give it to us. So okay. it's usually an, a, a municipality, an organization um, asking for some kind of funding for something. Okay, it's not just like Rick. Usually, <laughs> isn't Rick? Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I got to replace my roof. <laughs> usually, is not that. Yes. You could. I guess you could. could. I mean, shoot your shot, you know, yeah, like if you right. want to. Okay, so so the the public so so when the city and the county have the public hearings at the same time, there is a world here where you could go to both if you live within the city and you wanted to. Uh, sure. Um, do, does the city or does does the county do any kind of presentation, or is it just yep. ready go public? Nope. So okay. usually the administrator gives a short presentation on what the budget. Now you're speaking like the to. third person. I'm talking I think. about myself. Yeah. So I give a presentation about the budget and yeah. what it looks like and some of the highlights, um, and then and it's usually pretty short, maybe five or ten minutes, and then the public can say what they want to say. How how close are you to having that all done? I would say we're. Or about can you wing that? No, I, I couldn't wing it, no. Uh, I would say we're about halfway there. Okay. How big is the budget again? Almost 200. Actually, it's a little over $200 million. Okay. Like the $3 million additional towards roads. So a little over $200 million. Okay. Um, all right. You mentioned roads. Let's just do this one. Is the is the, the, the budget for next year, the road funding was $7 million? In the, the county portion of the road funding was $7 million. Okay. And then the county board voted to add $3 million to the $7 million. So there's $10 million of county funding. And then there's another, I think, $4.6 million of state dollars that are going into that. So there's about over $14 million going towards county roads next year. Do, uh, I'm going to quiz you again. Can, can you go back to, I don't know, five years? How much were we contributing? Like the timeline of contributing to, to the roads. I think five years ago it was $2 million. And oh really? We jumped to five million for a number of years, and then, and then, uh, twenty twenty three and twenty twenty two, it's been seven million. So in twenty twenty four, I was going to suggest again seven million, and the board increased it to ten million. Okay, and when you say it was two million some years ago, like the world was a little bit different because maybe that made you you probably weren't spending. Were you spending enough on the roads because also the roads weren't as expensive? Yeah. To, to I mean, repair. It's, you know, part of it is there are just times where budgets are better than others. And this is a time where I think the budgets are better than what it hasn't been in the past. And so if the state 
dollars are coming in for some of our other programs better than we have more money to spend on roads. So I think probably five or six or ten years ago, there just wasn't any outside funding for roads. But obviously, Governor Evers has put a lot more money into roads. I mean, so I think there's just more money available. Yeah. And that helps us, too. Is $14.6 million for next year to fix roads too much? Well, that would, we are going to find out. Can you? Can it be too much? Can you? Sure. Can you just go? Oh, we only spent ten of the four. Or do you have to spend the? So that would be weird. Like, <laughs> oh, we better, we better put the put another code on the yellow lines or something. <laughs> so the state dollars obviously will want to spend those because those are that's money we get from the state. So if, for example, of the ten million of county funds, if that doesn't get spent, we would have choices about what to do with that. We could roll it over to the next yeah. year. We could. So yeah, we don't have to do something else with it, and we certainly wouldn't want to waste it on anything. So we would just figure out what to do with that. I mean the. This The highway commissioner that we have right now uh, w- likes to do a lot of the work in-house versus contracting it out, but we could also contract it out if we wanted to. I mean, it could be one of those years, too, where we're, it's not roads, right? It's It could be there's a bridge, and that's going to eat eight of this, I don't know, like something like that. I could mm-hmm. see like a, a project just costing more money, but I don't know if that's how that worked because yeah. a couple months ago, somebody somebody with the county board said, hey, we need more money into the road funding. And you did that. But like, I don't remember if there was a reason exactly why, because, you know, we need three more million in the road funding because the bridge out on County B, I'll just throw yeah. County B, uh, is going out and we need to, and that's going to cost an extra three million dollars. Yeah. I, I need the highway guy on to, to, could, to yeah, the show. The highway to do that. guy could help you out with that. I mean, road road funding is very complicated and it's, um, you know, the cost of asphalt can increase or the cost of salt can increase. And one little bit of an increase means a lot of money. So mm-hmm. everything costs a lot of money when it comes to roads. Oh, is, so, the, is part of the road, part of this 14.6 million for next year, also just keeping them clean ish no, in the winter. No, it no, is. That's okay. a totally, this is actual construction. So that money is specifically for construction. All right. Cause the other thing too, when you spend 14.6 million on the roads next year, adding 3 million to the County budget, bringing the county's portion of that to 10 man next year is going to suck because all the roads are going to be under construction (laughs) well the the sad part about it is even when you have 14 million dollars for roads you still aren't paving i mean probably well that was the other thing like 16 20 16 to 20 miles is what will actually and that doesn't include the bridges so that might even be an over estimate but yeah it's do your road construction guys go oh my god we're going to be working from dusk till dawn all summer, yep. like maybe they'll get to overtime. All of it's going to overtime because they're just going to be fixing <laughs> no, the roads all the time. I mean, the, again, we the one of the advantages that La Crosse County has is the um, highway department in the summer works four 10-hour shifts, mm-hmm. and that's what they work. And so that's an advantage of working for La Crosse County, as you know, that you're going to, I think they work six to whatever, right. six to four. Um so they know that, and that is an advantage because they aren't going to work a lot of overtime, and they mm-hmm. aren't going to work a lot of evenings and weekends and all that kind of stuff. Jane Claycamp in studio. She's the La Crosse County Administrator. When we come back, I want to talk the child care portion of – is this budget – is this still budget talk, child care? Uh, this is different, right? This is different. Child care grants uh, when we come back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm Rick Solom. Jane Claycamp is the Lacrosse County Administrator. Been hanging out this hour talking about all kinds of county stuff and just throwing her my like I don't know about this thing ideas, which usually happens every month. We learn a little something. Uh, hopefully, well, I learn a little something, and hopefully, other people that are listening also learn. Um, this happened, I guess. I mean, this happened back in August, but I, I, I kind of wonder where we're at. 
the county devoted 500 grand in ARPA funding to help child care centers or yeah. the child care. In, I hate calling it an industry because it's a weird way to say that. But I guess, I mean, that's kind of what it is to help child care. Yeah. Um, where are we with that? And and then there were some there were some uh, interesting I don't want to call them loopholes, but like the way you decided to allocate that money was a little bit. Like, can you explain that? Because you decided not to give child care centers in the city yep. any of this money. So um, part of it was when there was some talk about uh, allocating some of the ARPA money for child care. The, there was a lot of discussion about the city of La Crosse had put money into child care. So we said that we would focus on providers outside the city of La Crosse. And we didn't care if there were centers or if it was individual people who were um, providing child care. So in October, uh, $500,000, almost $500,000 went to or is going to be going to 37 providers outside the city of La Crosse. So the maximum amount someone could get was $25,000. And so 37 providers will be getting um, funding to help with their childcare, their daycare, so that they can um, provide services to, to more kids. Do you know how small some of those grants are? Oh, some of can them it? were tiny, like less than a thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks. Because when you yeah. say thirty-seven mm-hmm. childcare providers, that could be anything, and that's outside the city, yeah. which isn't probably like I don't know. I don't know what the population versus inside, outside the the county is, inside or outside the city. But that's a that seems like a lot to me. Well, oh my God, there's 37 child, or or that's not enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and there's no idea. there's more than that, right? That's how many are going to get a grant. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's. Oh, that's yeah. That you're right. That's the only people. 37 childcare providers right. ask for money. That's right. So. And so yes, I'm sure not everybody applied for it. I'm not sure. You know. So anyway, so there are there were some very small grants. And again, when you think of in-home childcare, it could be anything from getting some new playground equipment to you know getting some shelving. So. So it wasn't a lot of huge needs that some of the providers had, but it's a, I think it's a great story that there will be 37 providers that are getting some assistance that they can have better um, equipment or, you know, just a place for kids. So it's a great. Uh, There must've been, what what kind of stipulations were on, on that? And and is the money all allocated? Are we done with that? Yep. That was pretty much done. So, and, and we would have, there would have been, um, we could have given some to people within the city of La Crosse, but it was all spent on the outside of the city of La Crosse. So it's everything from playground equipment. It could be educational materials. It could be new countertops because when was it all physical? In, could yes. have been could have been worker pay. Could not have been worker pay. So it could almost have been anything else. Okay. Could have been a computer. It could have been a computer program. Um, you know, someone wanted to, I believe, put up a fence. Someone wanted to refinish their basement. Okay, so like infrastructure type. Yeah, make it safer for kids when they're there. So uh, we didn't put a lot of restrictions on it because, we, again, we know that in-home daycare providers might not need, you know, again, big ticket items. But sometimes they just need something so that they can maybe get a level higher to get um, certified with the state. So we really were trying to be very open about what it could fund. I'll quiz you again. Did anyone get $25,000? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't remember how many, but yes. Some. And what kind of things would they, like, we need a whole new wing of a, you know, like an HVAC system? I know that one, again. I, I think my roof's going to cost $25,000. I yeah, should have opened a child care should facility. should have. See, outside the city. <laughs> or live in the county. You have to live in the yeah. county. Exactly. Um, I don't remember some of the specifics, but I remember one person was redoing something in their basement. Um, one person is actually expanding her daycare. So I couldn't tell you. I didn't read all of the um, requests. But, um, yeah, some of them did get $25,000. All right, so that's that's like one thing that the county, and then um, and we just have like two minutes here. 
another thing that you've already kind of done is, is can, you, can you like as winter approaches, you know, we still we talk about this beginning show. We still have a, a homeless situation. I, I don't yep. know if you want to call it a problem or for an epidemic or yep. uh, but the what has the county done for homelessness and or or what will the county be doing? And yep. if anything, coming up with winter coming again. Yep. So I, mean, I think that one of the things the county has is trying to focus on is longer term solutions. So again, we're working with the city and with the community on trying to get some long term solutions in place. And that plan, just the plan, it won't be ready to go, but the plan will be finished at the end of this year. So in January, we'll be rolling out the plan. And then hopefully early next year, we'll be um, starting to house some people. And in five years, the the whole idea is that we will yeah. be at functional zero. And I, I will say this is like the, the county slash city collaborative or initiative yeah. is it literally called do we call it something i can't uh, remember if we I don't called know if it, it has a thing. specific name but. um yeah that one was when that first came out that was a, a little bit like really it's going to take you a year to but we've already had the problem for years yeah but it's just a matter of organizing this right. stuff right and and if it was i this is one of my favorite sayings if it was easy to solve somebody would have done it already so yeah. obviously this is very complicated you need a lot of extra people to help provide services to help the people who are homeless and so it's just going to take us a bit to figure that out how much is the hillview Healthcare center plan incorporated into the county city thing or is that like we we're doing that and then but it, what was that part of the the rollout here yeah. Well, we know that there's room for that in the yeah. city-county plan, right? I mean, there will be a role for those 10 spaces, and we're not worried that they're going to sit empty. Yeah, this is um, a bridge housing plan. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that the bigger issue is just, you know, when will those 10 spaces be ready? So Hillview's a whole other, you know, animal that we're, we're trying to make happen. So when those 10 spaces are available, the plan will be done, and we'll be able to know who's going to go in there. Yeah, when they're uh, – do we have a timeline on when, like, Hillview – that whole – is that thing we're, – we're good. That thing is going to happen. That's going to happen unless okay. the bids come in way high. Oh, we sure. We can't afford it. But, yeah, so we think the housing will be available in about a year, and the entire project will be done in about 18 months. 18 months. Okay, so and then – and child care has worked into that project too, right? Is the child – the child care one is really interesting um, because it's like senior – Slash, like, what is it called? Intergenerational day center. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, who comes up with that? Like, it's just like, we're going to try it. Is that kind of how that worked with the county? It is. And, and, you know, we were lucky that someone else has tried it. So we could see how it could work. Um, So, yeah, you can you can find other places that have done intergenerational day centers. So and then there are people within the county that are interested. There are people from other organizations that are interested. And it's it's a great project. I mean, we if it if it works and we could promote it. Like, man, could I feel like other places could start doing Absolutely. that as well. I, I think the entire Hill, Hillview project is that kind of a thing, that it is very creative and it it could be hopefully mimicked other all right. places. That's Lacrosse County Administrator Jane Claycamp. She comes on with me once a month to do this. Like, just like, I don't know how this stuff works. Can you explain it to me? And then also, like, here are some of the things that are happening. November 13th, right, at 5 p.m. is the public hearing on the 2024 budget. So... If anyone wants to to come and she said it's only going to take a half hour, you do a five, 10 minute ish pre- presentation. Yep. And well, and, unless everybody comes and, right. and has something to say to the county board. But thanks, Jane. Thank you. Thanks, everyone for listening.